You're listening to Eerie Organ. For a more immersive experience, listen with headphones. If you were discretion advised. <laughs> Love this front porch. It's so calming and enclosed for you, little punk. Yes, you, trying to catch the mouse the other day and getting out. Don't you know we live in the wilderness? I realize you came from the city, buddy, but this is far different from there. Huh, who's that? Birdie, how are you? Oh, hey, Luna. This is my husband, Mani. Hi, Birdie. Nice to meet you. Oh, hi. It's so nice to meet you. So there's a few of us who are heading into town tonight, and we're going to go to Erie's annual fair. It's kind of a big deal. Thought you might want to go with us. I'd love to. So we swing by and pick you up around 7. Cool? Sounds good. Is that a donut in your car? Yeah. I got a flat tire yesterday. You put that on yourself? (laughs) Yep. Yes, I did. Picked it up from Papa Ludlow. Luna, what have I been telling you? Just let me teach you how to change a tire and change your own oil. Why would I do that when I have you, my love? Cariño, you need to learn to do these things when I'm not around, especially being surrounded by wilderness. Right, Bertie? It can be helpful. All right, all right. Yeah, uh, taking it over to Amos. Ah, uh, he's the best. Such a nice guy. I heard him last week on the radio show. Finn's show? Nightcap? Yeah, uh, he said something about seeing some sort of... Creature? And the kids at the school mentioned that the high school is haunted or something. Well, it is. Have you ever seen anything, Luna? Well, no, but you men. It's more than seeing something. It's a feeling. A feeling? Well, okay. I'm going to be honest. Bill didn't want me to say anything because he didn't want to freak you out. Oh. I was wondering why he got so hasty when he brought it up on the first day of school. Huh. Luna? Come on. We got a skeptic over here. A few years ago, when Erie High School was going through renovation and we built on the new gym building in the back, one of the contractors who was overseeing the site died. He had fallen from a ceiling rafter during construction. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah, really sad. And so after his death, people started seeing things around the school. Dark figure, some said with wings. People only saw this thing after dark. When one of the students who had stayed late in the main building where the accident happened, hurt herself trying to run away from this thing. Spirit, ghost, I mean, whatever you want to call it. We don't know. She broke her arm in the process. Bill put in place a new policy that everyone needs to be out of the school by 5.30 p.m. Oh, that's why? He had told me it was because of a lack of funding and that Erie High can't afford all the AC and heating. (laughs) Well, he didn't want to scare you off before you started. I kind of wished he had told me. Well, would you have believed him? Well, no, I guess. Some people say it's not the contractor who's haunting the school, but a creature. The Mothman? Yeah, well, some people believe that's what it is. 
What's weird is the contractor didn't die from falling. He died from a heart attack and then he fell. How old was he? 40. He was 40. No history of health problems either. And some people think it was that creature that just scared him to death. I mean, that creature gave him a heart attack. Do you believe it's a Mothman or a ghost? At first, no. But then I had a weird thing happen to me. So now I think there might be some validity to the rumors. What happened? After Bill had put the 530 policy in place, I'd left at 530 with everyone else but brought my laptop with me to the car because I had forgotten I had some work to catch up on. So I started grading some papers and going through emails in my car and all of a sudden just felt weird. Just, I don't know, scared. Like someone or something was watching me. So I looked up and I thought I saw something in front of the windows at the school or some kind of shadow or movement. It was something. Then my phone rang. It, was, it jumped. It was a number I didn't know. And normally I would just chalk it up to being a sales call, but something propelled me to answer. It was just static. Lots of static. So I hung up. And this feeling came over me to drive away fast. So I did. And that was it. Remember it so distinctly. Nothing happened, but I was really scared. Or it was just a sales call that didn't go through. Manny, you know me. Would I lie about something like this? No, you wouldn't. But you're also very superstitious. Superstition is protection. Now that Bertie thinks I'm crazy... No, of course not. I don't think you're crazy. Anyway, just be sure to leave the school at 5.30, okay? Uh, yeah. I'm sure as hell not staying late there now. We are running into town, but we'll be back around 7 for the fair. Does that work? Yep, I'll be ready. Oh, and Finn is a good friend of ours. The guy from Nightcap? Yeah, he's coming tonight. I think you two will hit it off. <laughs> Sorry. I may be superstitious, but Mani is our little matchmaker. <laughs> oh, ugh. I'm good. Thanks, though. Haven't had much luck in the love department. Maybe tonight's your night. Shut up, Mani. No, I'm more of a lone wolf. You did not just refer to yourself as a lone wolf. Yes. Yes, I did. Okay, lone wolf. We'll be back to bring you into our wolf pack tonight, 7 p.m. Okay, sounds good. Bye. Bye, guys. See you soon. Bertie couldn't help but think about what Luna had told her and about what she had experienced in the car. Was this thing real or the product of fear and town-tall tales? That afternoon, Bertie drove her car to Amos's mechanic shop. She debated whether or not she should say anything to him about his experience he had with the winged creature. She figured she would wait it out and see if there was a good time to bring it up. Well, hello there. You must be Birdie. Oh, hello. We're not trying to scare you. Small town, you know. It's okay, it's okay. I know who you are, Amos. <laughs> Did the sign give me away? Yeah, and that everyone says you're the best mechanic in town. <laughs> the only is more like it. 
They have to put up with an old man like me. Oh, stop it. All right, what can I do you for? Well, I got a flat tire. Let me take a look, Birdie. Well, let me see. Hmm. Well, it looks like a simple patch job. No need for a new tire. Okay, thank you. Birdie, just take a seat in the waiting room. Okay. Birdie takes a seat in the waiting area, but her curiosity gets the best of her. She's not sure what she's looking for. Maybe to know more about Amos. Uh, what kind of person is he? Is he reliable? She sees a picture of his family on the counter. Oh, this must be his wife. Huh, I wonder what happened to her. Looks like he has a daughter and a son. What a nice family. She notices years and years of thank you cards, notes, Christmas cards, tacked to the wall. All of the messages thanking Amos for fixing or repairing their cars being fair in price. Then she sees a card from Finn from two years ago. Dear Amos, Happy Hanukkah and Merry Christmas, my friend. Don't know if I should wish the second part, but what the heck, right? Frida is on my mind as I'm sure she is on yours during this time. This town sure does miss her. Sending love and best wishes for a wonderful new year, Finn. Frida must have passed away. Oh, sorry. Oh, my goodness. Oh, uh, no, I'm sorry, miss. I didn't mean to scare you. Your tire's fixed, and I put the donut in your trunk. Oh, no. It's okay. It's okay. Sorry. I was just being nosy and reading all of your cards you have up here. Ah, uh, yes. I keep them because I love this little town and all its residents. Good place to lay your hat. Good people. Great views from your back window. This is true. I haven't been hiking yet, though. Well, go immediately. Not alone, of course. It is the wilderness, but it is beautiful. Okay, now, you don't owe me anything. It was just a patch, but you do soon for an oil change. And you might consider snow tires. Really? Well, thank you. I really, really appreciate it. Um, Amos, I have a question, and I don't really know how to ask it. Was it about what I saw coming from Erie High a few weeks ago? Yes, yes. I, I didn't want to be rude, but I've heard some rumblings about it around town. Not just your sighting, but other possible sightings. Well, now, I don't know. Perhaps I'm an old man and my eyes are playing tricks on me. Oh, well, you sounded so sure on the radio show the other day. Oh, you heard me? Oh. Yeah, yeah, I did. You seemed really scared. Well, I saw exactly what I said I saw. But it seems so far-fetched, it's hard to even believe it myself. Young lady, please be careful around that school. I do believe something paranormal is happening there. There's a school curfew in place, so I won't and I can't stay late. Well, that's good to know. One other bizarre thing happened to me that night that I didn't get to when talking to Finn. Wait, something else happened? 
Now, I don't know if the two things correlate, but when I got home that night, the phone was ringing. And when I went to pick it up, I had this overwhelming sense of dread. I lifted the receiver, and all I heard was static. I, I, I was beside myself. I turned off all the lights and just sat there in the dark. Birdie filled with dread when she heard Amos say this, because Luna had just mentioned today that the same thing happened to her. A bizarre phone call with static on the other end. Birdie was at a crossroads. Would she tell Amos that her new friend had experienced the same phenomena? Did she herself believe in these stories from the locals? She herself had always been a skeptic. But that was changing. Well, it was probably nothing. I don't want to scare you, Bertie. Oh, I'm fine. Are you okay? Well, I'm fine now. Fine as frog hair. Thanks for asking, Bertie. Bertie, after all, chose not to say anything. I mean, this couldn't possibly be true. Could it? Was there a Mothman? Man? 